Blog Talk Radio. Oh, welcome on this beautiful Saturday morning. I'm excited about today's show. I'm, I want to welcome you again to Off the Shelf here at Blog Talk Radio. It's just so good to have you here with us. For those who are tuning in for the first time, let me introduce myself to you. I'm your host here at Off the Shelf. My name is Denise Turney, and I am coming to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Before we get into the, the grits of the show and the goodies and, and and to connect with the the special author that we have featured here today, I encourage you to go get a copy of Long Walk Up. It's actually my latest book. It's a it's a short but powerfully moving inspirational book about a little girl who's orphaned in East Africa after her mother passes from malaria, and she goes on to become Africa's first woman president, an event that actually happened in history not long after the book was published. And you can pick up a copy of Long Walk Up today from Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, Borders, Walmart. If you don't see it on the shelf, just ask the book uh, clerk for it, and they can order it for you because it's carried by Ingram and, and, and Baker & Taylor, some of the largest book distributors in the world. And of course, I would just absolutely love it. I'd be delighted if you go over to my website, www.chistel.com today, and you can order a copy there. You never pay shipping handling on any taxes. If you want an autographed copy, all you got to do is email me and let me know, and I will get you an autographed copy. I would so appreciate that. And now let us go and meet our very special off-the-shelf guest. Our special guest today, she is a certified life coach a minister, and a writer. She is also the author of the books That Was Then, This Is Now, and Completely Whole, Completely Whole. She has two new books coming out this year for such a time as this, and Victoria's Living for Moms. She is online at www.paulettehopper, and you can go over there. I actually have her website up myself. Uh, and and go to her website as we're doing the interview. That's one of the wonderful things about internet radio. And she her website is p a u l e t t e h a r p e r. Again, that's p a u l e t t e h a r p e r. You can write that down and go over there as we do the interview. Harper dot com. And we are delighted to have her here with us this morning on Off the Shelf. Welcome, 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 Paulette. Hello, Denise. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous and just looking forward to connecting with you. I know you have so much to share. You've, you've show, shared a wealth of information in your books that empowers and enriches and improves people people's lives, and I'm sure you will share just those same types of information here today on Off the Shelf. I want to, want to start by asking you, Paulette, and this is a question I ask several of our guests, in part because I'm personally interested and our listeners are interested. When did you realize that you wanted to write? And was there some special event that happened that made you think, oh, my goodness, I'm a writer? And if so, could you share that with us? Sure. First of all, let me say thank you for having me on the show today. I'm really excited about being here. My writing journey actually started in January of 2007, and from a course of of events that were happening in my own personal life, a lot of transition going on, went through a divorce, and began to look at how my life had just evolved from that, um, those, those 
um, experiences in life and wanting to write about what really what motivated me, what inspired me to move on, what kept me going was really my faith in Christ. And wanting to share with readers what God had given for me in that transition, because I had been married for 23 years, so I was Mm. treading on new territory. And so Mm -hmm. everything in my life at that time was so unfamiliar to me. And so, of course, because it was so unfamiliar to me, there was a lot of fear and a lot of uh, trepidation. There was a lot of uh, insecurities. I just didn't know what to do, where to go, and really how to even find myself. And so my writing really came from those experiences and realizing that my life still had purpose, my life still had meaning. I just had to discover that and find that. And one way that I found out what really got God's purpose for my life was not just in restoring me, but it was writing about the journey that he had taken me from that place of trepidation to a place of wholeness, to a place of knowing exactly why I was created and the reason why I was created, so that my writings can be an empowering tool and an instrument to other women out there who were going to face those same challenges in life that God had pulled me through. So my first book, that was then, This Is Now, This Broken Vessel Restored, really um, summarized my journey in that transition and how God's hands was still on my life through the, the ups and downs of what I had, the challenges that I was going through. So I began to write about my uh, my setbacks, my disappointments in life, my my failures, and yet the victories that I got through all of that. And so that my first book was released in May of 2008 through Tate Publishing. And I had not known that God had wanted me to write up until that point. I never thought about mm. writing before. I never journaled before. I never, I, I didn't even know a writer uh, at all. I, I had no, um, in, I had no influence from anyone because I, I had never um, been in this position before, and yet it was where God wanted me, and it was a place in which God was directing me. And so um, that was so exciting for me, being in a place of, of writing, because everybody can write, but everybody books don't get published. And so mm-hmm. um, for me, it was such a tremendous um, blessing and a tremendous turning point in my life to be able to share my story with people and knowing that people would be touched by what I share with them. And so it's been a fabulous road. It's been a fabulous journey. And I'm just so grateful to where I am that I can write books to empower and encourage and build people up and so that they can, too, know that um, there is still purpose for their lives no matter what they go through in life. Wow. So it's sort of a – that was the – and this is now – It's. Is it autobiographical or is it a book where you're, you're, you're sharing parts of your own personal life experiences? As you said, when you were going through transitions, one of them being a, a divorce, is, is, is it where you share those tidbits, but you also, it's sort of like a, like, is it like a devotional book or it's, it's, it's not simply straight an autobiographical book? Is it also like, motivational where you have maybe exercises that the reader themselves can can do 
to, as so they can begin to become encouraged or to be strengthened in an area in their life? Or is it just purely an autobiographical book? Well, it's um, it's really not so much autobiographical, but it's just a season in my in my life. Um, I focus in on my transition because a lot of people, we were pastors, so a lot of people knew us in the community, and and a lot of people knew oh my um, that yeah that we were leaders, and so um, I share about me going through that valley of the shadow of death. I would definitely call that for me at that time. And I talk about um, facing those disappointments, facing those challenges that I had never faced before. And so in that, I share a lot of scriptures. I talk about how the scriptures helped me get through those challenges in life, how how the, the the Spirit of God guided me to certain people, um, how the Word of God became alive to me in a time of dire need. And so um, people actually can use the book as a uh, a Bible study because, of course, it has, the, you know, it has scriptures in there. And mm-hmm. it, it's those scriptures that, that I found to be such a source of comfort to me at that time of need. And those scriptures can help anyone get through whatever they're facing in life. I found them to be such a source for me to get me through the adversities that I was facing at that time. So I talk about, for instance, in my first chapter of that book, I talk about built to stand through it all. And that was Mm. something that I had to come to the realization that God had enabled me um, by his spirit to stand to stand and be strong no matter what I faced in life, no matter the challenges, the dilemmas, the, the disappointments in life that I was able to stand, I had to learn that. So I teach um, the readers how to be able to stand and what standing really is when it comes to um, the word of God and when it comes to dealing with the adversities of life. And so... I am the example, of course, in that book because I I just talk about me. I talk about what God did for me to get me through what I felt was one of the worst times and the worst seasons of my very own life. Wow. Very, very empowering. Oh, my goodness. What types of responses, uh, Paulette, have you received so far from people who read that was then, this is now? Um, the responses, uh, Denise, were just so overwhelming. I was so, and I still am so moved that my story has touched so many people, from my, my, my church family to people that I didn't even know. People were um, finding me on the Internet. It was, It has just been so amazing. I remember one of the uh, readers sent me an email, and she shared with me about, our stories were so similar, and she shared with me how she had uh, was going through a similar um, experience, going through a divorce. And when she read my story, how it, it encouraged her to believe and encouraged her to want to continue, it encouraged her to really want to move forward. And she shared some things with me that were so touching to me. It was she shared. She said to me, "It was as though you wrote my story." And when I wow. when I read that, it just brought wow. tears to my, oh my eyes. Goodness. 
Yeah, because when you can write something that really identifies with the reader, Mm-hmm. And they and they can uh, read that, and they can apply, and they can see. Okay, she went through the same thing that I have gone through, and look where she is right now. Now, maybe everybody may not write their story about what they're going through, but there is something still within a person that they can do to overcome all the the challenges and the disappointments that life brings. And so, you have to find what that is. And so, uh, when I got that email from her, it just brought tears to my eyes because I knew that my story had touched her life. And that's really what writing is about. It's it's about touching the lives of readers. It's about making an impact, whether it's fiction, nonfiction, romance, historical, whatever, whatever genre you may be writing. It's about touching the reader. It's about getting them involved and, and bringing them into the story so that it's not just a story about the, the, the writer. It's a story about the reader and their reading their lives engulfed and entangled in what you write to them. Hello? Denise? Hello?
Blog Talk Radio. Paula? Denise? Oh, my goodness. I, that's a first. I don't know what happened. I had to go quickly and email a, a technical support here at Blog Talk Radio because I'm like, what happened? And once you're, once you're dialed in as a host, and I apologize to our listeners, once, you, once you're in as a host, it keeps you in the queue. So even if the connection goes away, mm-hmm. you, 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 you say, well, let me dial in again. It'll say, well, you're already dialed in. So then you have to wait for technical support to pull you out of the queue so you can dial back in. I, I've been doing off the shelf for seven years. That has never happened. Ah, <laughs> you know, and, and in seven I, years I, I, that has never happened. <laughs> I just hope our listeners hung in there and they did not jump <laughs> off and go, okay, what's going on? And whoever listens to the show, I'm going to go to the technical support. I don't want that long silence there where they're like, okay, what's going on? Because I, I can move listeners, and I'm thinking, I, I didn't know if it was on your end or on my end. Then it, after a while, I'm like, oh, my God, I think it's on my end, so let me dial back in. And that's when I couldn't dial back in. But I thank you for dialing back in, Paulette, a woman oh, of patience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, gotta I mean, say, I, I, it totally, it totally, and I just sent you a message, too, because it totally just went blank, and I'm like, oh, yes. no. <laughs> Yes, you're talking one minute, next minute the line is gone. And sometimes I've had it where guests will go in and out because maybe they're using a cell phone or something, yeah. but it's only a few seconds, and I can work around that. But this was like at least two two, two minutes. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, what 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 is going on? So anyway, I'm I'm we back and I'm gonna ask him to take that silence out when it when it does record. Um, yeah. So let's get okay. back. <laughs> you, you were talking about the responses you got for all yeah. the shelf listeners. Thanks for hanging in there, and please keep listening. We are going to have an excellent show. You tell us about the responses from readers you got to that was then, and this is now. One woman was telling you that when she read the book, she said you wrote my story. Yes, yes, and so from that point on, it has just been like that. I even had a reader call me, because on the back of my book I have my phone number on there, and uh, she called me one day not expecting me to answer the phone. She thought I had some, you know, assistant or whoever was going to be answering, so I answered the phone, and she says to me, is this Paulette? The writer, I say yes, it is, and she was like, "Oh my God!" It was it was almost like Christmas for her. She was so ecstatic on the phone, and first of all, she was ex- she was not expecting me to answer the phone, so that just really blew her mind. And so we began to share, and she started re- weeping and crying on the phone because she too said, "You know, I read your book, and it just so touched me, and these are the areas that has has helped me on, and it has just." Stories like that, when I hear that, Denise, it just moves me, and it just constantly confirms that this is really the purpose and the will of God for my life, and this is why certain things happened to me, so that I can be in a place that I can share my story to help motivate and inspire and encourage others. So these are the kind of responses that I have been getting, and it's been so fabulous for me. Oh, good good for you, good for you, and so deserving. I, I see that you also work with, and I, and I absolutely adore her, Tyora Moody. What was the completely whole blog tour 
experience like for you? And I also want to talk about your book, Completely Whole for Off the Shelf Listeners. So first, what was that experience doing that blog talk tour like? Well, actually, um, I did a blog tour with Ty with my first book. That was then, This Is Now. And so uh, with my first book, it because it was such an inspirational book, we did a devotional blog tour uh, with okay. that book. And so every day I, I, I did a woman from the Bible and took passages out of my book to relate to, you know, certain women in the Bible. So that blog tour went very, very well. And, and first, you know, let me just say this about Ty. I love her. She is yes. such a professional and she really goes 110 percent in doing her job and doing it quite well. She provides so much information for the tour, the bar tour hosts that they they don't need anything. I mean, she gives them so much detail and so much information to make your bar tour go very very well. And mm-hmm. so, from that experience with her. Um, I did completely whole blog tour. And so the same quality of professionalism she showed, she showed with me through my first book, she did with my second book, and so, uh, well, my, my third book. And so um, I absolutely love the blog tours. I, I love the fact that I can travel and my book can travel all over the states, and I just sit at my home and, and watch the responses from people from other places. Uh, you know, it, it was just a great tour, uh, being able to connect with other readers, um, getting my books out there and making it available to people that I I won't be able to reach face-to-face, but they can read what I share in my book books through the blog tour. So the blog tours were great for me. Oh, I, I, and it's it's good to hear. I know she's working with other authors, also on the on the blog tour. I'm not sure how long she's going to be doing it for our author shelf listeners who are writers. And again, her name is Tyora T Y O T Y O R A Moody M O O D Y. You might want to reach out to her, connect with her, and see if she can hook up a, a blog tour for you. Next, I want to talk about completely whole. Paula, what kind of type of research? We know that that was then, this is now. That's a book that's based on your personal life experiences. But Completely Whole, did you do any type of research to prepare for for the creation of Completely Whole? Um, well, the research that I did, um, a lot of my uh, my books are um, biblically based. So I use a lot of scripture. So I have... Um, some scriptures in there that I use with the the Hebrew and the Greek um, contents. And so as far as research, I use different Bibles and different translations um, to relate the messages or to bring out um, the scriptures more of a easy, easy, easy way for readers to, you know, to connect. And so um, other than the Bible and then uh, sharing a lot of the things that I talk about in Completely Whole, I use some of my own personal experiences um, that um, really conveys the message in, the, in whatever chapter it may be in to share with the readers about living a life of complete wholeness. And um, really, Completely Whole is that, that, that book that can be used as a mirror to uh, for the readers so that they can really identify those areas in their own lives that block them from uh, living a life of complete wholeness 
uh, in their spirit, their soul, in their bodies, whatever areas in, in the reader's life. And even in my life, I have, of course, had to do a, an examination before even writing the book, um, mm-hmm. finding ways in which uh, areas that really blocked me from achieving wholeness. And for the reader, it could be a different area, but there is something in our lives that we can can hold on to and can latch on to that does not bring wholeness to us. And, and once we identify those things and let those things go, we can then uh, be able uh, to be in a position that we can uh, walk in complete wholeness the way God has designed for us to walk in. What what are some signs, or what 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 would a person feel like if they were completely whole? What 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 is what? How would somebody know that they were completely whole? Because we all have experiences and and things that come up in our lives that we want. Some things are unexpected and unwanted, and then we have to they create feelings and emotions that we experience. And and none of us, I don't, I've not met anybody who always feels. Uh, complete peace or complete joy, but uh, how do we know when we are not, you know, we say, you know, something's wrong. How do we know when we either are not completely whole or what does it feel like when we know I'm completely whole? Well, you know, for for everybody it is so different, and I I can say I use myself for for an example. Uh, one of the things that I talk about in completely whole is um, learning from our experience, and I talk about um, forgiveness because I I would venture to say ten. Ten times out of ten, everybody has experienced some type of bitterness or unforgiveness or uh, being disappointed by other people, expectations Mm -hmm. have been let down, whatever the case may be. So I talk about um, forgiveness in um, Incompletely Whole. And one way that I knew that I was, um, I had not only forgiven the person that had offended me, had hurt me, had violated me, was by a pastor had asked me one day, if um, if you can, if the person's name that has offended you, if it doesn't um, put a sting in you anymore, then you know that you've forgiven them. Or you can say the person's name and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have that power over you anymore. You know that you've been, you have forgiven that person. And so um, I reflected on people that had hurt me and people that had so disappointed me. And it could be, you know, somebody so close to you. And for me, it was people that were really close to me. And so mm-hmm. when he said that, when he said that to me, I began to realize, and I thought, you know what, that person's name doesn't bother me anymore. I have really wow. forgiven them, and I could move okay. forward, and I could see the person, and I could speak to them without having a grudge against them, or even being reminded of what they did to me. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's things like that. It, it, it's it's looking within yourself. And finding the places that you have, um, it could be drugs with people, it could be relationships with people, it could be, um, you know, alcohol, it could be your job, it could be so many things, so many vices Mm -hmm. that we use as a substitute to fill a void within our lives Mm -hmm. that that void can only be filled by, by, by God, really. 
And so Mm -hmm. looking within yourself and seeing, okay, what's trying to replace um, this feeling? It could be just so many things that we, uh, it could be money, it could be just, you know, working so much, things that we don't want to come to the realization with, things that we don't want to face and say, you know what, I got a problem with this and I need to deal with this. And so um, I talk about um, finding love in the wrong places in my book as well because Mm. a lot of times we we do that. We look for love to fill that 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 void with them when that's when when another relationship has so disappointed us and has let us down. And so right. uh realizing that that void can only be filled by the love of God. And so I share these things about our own lives, our own personal lives that really uh hinder us from moving forward and really coming to the realization that you know what, I can't keep doing doing life the same way anymore. This is an area that I need to deal with, and um, mm. this is how I'm going to deal with it and move forward. Wow. And you know what? And, unless we do deal with those things, and I think the sooner the better, because we're creatures of habit, and we form mm. habits where we start rationalizing about everything. Yeah. And then trying, <laughs> we, go, we go from one thing to the next, like you said, to fill up this, this feeling, whether it's eating or exercising a lot or just constantly reading gossip magazines or whatever it is we do doing, uh, um, what, what, what some of us can do, we can think, oh, I've achieved success. I'm no longer overeating, but now you're drinking. Or I'm no longer overeating, but now you're exercising excessively. Or ex- you've just replaced it, that this thing to try to fill up this emptiness with something else. You didn't yeah. really move forward. You just did a switch. Yes. And a lot yeah. of us spend our whole lives doing that. We spend yeah. our whole lives just switching one thing that we try to substitute for love. And and we, because we switch, we think, oh, the switch is a change in what we're using. So we think success, but no. And then you start to feel that old feeling again, and you realize I still didn't do it. I, I just switched what I was using to try to fill it up. I think that is a book completely whole. Uh, and you definitely speak with authority that that's something that could bless many people, uh, women, men, uh, youth, business leaders, to to read that book completely whole. How how long did it take you, Paulette? You, you said you started writing here. here and, I, and I'm glad I asked you that question now that I'm getting further into the interview. Uh, <laughs> you started writing in 07, and look how many books you've written. Oh, my goodness. You're like, oh, I didn't even know I was meant to write. First book came out in 08. You have written so more books than some people who've been writing for several years. How long did it take you to pen for such a time as this? Uh, my first book took me three months to write. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, and so I was so when you're writing, you really have to be so committed and focused. And at that time, because it, writing was so exciting for me, and, and it is still exciting for me. But when you do it the first time, you have all this, and you have all this yeah. adrenaline going. Yeah. You know, you have mm-hmm. this momentum going, and so you're all pumped up and excited about getting the book out. So um, I purposed every day to write. And so I knew that once I came home from work that I was going to get to my book and I was going to share and and just continue to write. So it took me three months to write the book. And one of the things that I did in my first book is I set a goal for myself. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, by the end of 2014, 
And um, 2000, because I started writing in 2007, by the end of the year, I'm going to be done with my book. And for sure, three months passed, and I was done with it. And so wow. then it was, the, it was then trying to find someone to, to publish my book. But it only mm-hmm. took me three months because I was dedicated and committed to getting the book out. Because, first of all, I was treading on territory that I had never even been before. And so I'm, like, mm-hmm. writing a book, and I remember sharing with people, I would tell them, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book. And people were looking at me like, yeah, Paula, sure you're going to write a book, you know. And mm-hmm. and I and I did it, and it just, people looked at me like, wow, you really did it, you know. I said, yeah, I really <laughs> did it, I wrote it, and now I'm I'm going to get it published, you know. So it was it, that it was just so fantastic for me, and so um, what a, a time for me to just really uh, move out there. And so I have just been writing ever since then. And uh, I did an anthology came in between my two books here with uh, Victorious Living for Women. Oh, okay. So, uh, so that's part of a of of, a, of an anthology. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, what was the process that you used in writing for t- such a time as this? Now, you said with that was then, this is now, which is based on your personal life experiences, and it encourages others who are going through transitions. That you you, you set a goal, and every day you came home from work, you said you were going to write, and you finished it within three months. And the, the excitement, like you said, the adrenaline increased from that was something you did for the first time. Now, for such a time as this, that be, not being your first book, did, did you change the process? Did you, like, say, you know, let me create an outline for the book, and then I'll, I may do my research work, and then I'll go back and create for such a time as this. What was the process of creating for such a time as this like for you? Well, um, for such a time as this will be my uh, my next book that will be coming out um, at the end of this year. And so my writing process is I don't do um, an outline. I don't outline my, my book. What I do is I have chapters. And then uh, whatever chapter that I'm I'm writing about, I'll just go and I'll just build my storyline um, and find whatever scriptures I'm, I may need based on whatever that chapter is going to be talking about. Now, um, for such a time as this, just to give a little bit about what that book is going to be about when it comes out at the end of this year, uh, for such a time as this really is about fulfilling divine purpose. And it's about recognizing people in your life. It's about recognizing experiences that you go through that they do have a certain meaning. And there's a season and a time that that God allows certain people to come into your life and for and for what reason. And so in that book, I, uh, I try to um, reveal and get the reader to see why certain things happen and that their purpose can still be fulfilled in their lives for whatever season that they may be whatever season they may find themselves in currently. So that's for such a time as this. And then the same really with um with completely whole um completely whole I knew the um the topics that I wanted to to write about and so and that's what I did. So I I 
taught on um, all these different topics and just went back and every chapter, of course, relates to whatever topic that, you know, I'm discussing in that book. And then I find the scriptures to support and I get the examples and Completely Whole. Uh, one of the things that I love about Completely Whole is that after every chapter, there is a prayer of affirmation. And so the reader mm-hmm. can pray what it is that they have just read. For instance, I talk about I have a love chapter. I'm completely whole by the love of God. And so the affirmation comes when we not only read something, but we pray it. Because when you start praying about something, um, that reinforces your belief mechanism. It, 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 it connects you with what you have just read. And so um, that affirmation comes through the prayer. So after every chapter, there is a prayer. And then there's a um, um, a, a confession um, that the readers can confess as well daily uh, over their very own lives. Wow. Oh, my goodness. And, and that just understanding the little I do about psychology, I can understand, you know, when things that reinforce, you know. And then once you get to conviction, it's pretty much done once you get to that place uh, about, a, about a thing. How did creating books, you started writing 07, pu- started publishing in 08, you're you already on the three books and have written for an anthology, Victorious Living for Women. How did creating your books change you, Paulette Harper, as a person? Oh, my goodness, how did it change me? Wow. You know, transition, uh, when you go into a transition and you you discover some things about yourself, some gifts and talent that you have that laid, that was in you all along but didn't come out until some trauma, <laughs> some trauma you had went through in life, um, it totally changed me because I realized that, God had placed the ability to be creative in writing within me and to be able to pull that out and to share with readers some things that are going to be such an inspiration to them and and, and, and help them in their own walk in life has just been so empowering for me. When I can uh, share what... Uh, what has happened in my life, or I can just, you know, share experiences or just, you know, um, write about something that's going to help someone else. And when I get the feedback, that's that's such a, an empowering tool for me to enable me to continue writing and continue doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, the change is really seeing the lives of, of other people um, because, being a writer, being an author is such a rewarding um, profession. It's so rewarding, especially if it's something that you, um, you know, for people that have been, you know, wanting to to write and just never did, and people that write, that wanting to write and they've got books out there and they've been publishing and they're, you know, doing all these great things, it's so rewarding when you have followers and readers who read your work and then they they open up your book and they say, oh, yeah, you wrote this, let us talk about it. It's just it's so phenomenal to to be amongst readers who have accepted your writing and have embraced Mm -hmm. what you share, and they're listening to you. 
And it's like, wow, you're listening to what I have to say. And, you know, Denise, it it just does something to my spirit. And it's so rewarding when I can be able to share what um, my gift to people that embrace my gift and appreciate who I am as a writer. I, I totally agree. I think the greatest payoff as an author or an artist who's creating in any art form is the feedback you get from the people that you share your work, your self-expression with. Paulette, you, 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 I'm still thinking, you just started writing in 07, and at the start of the interview you're like, I didn't even know I was a writer. And you've, you've already written a great body of work. Do you ever think that you will write fiction? Um, actually, I do want to write a fiction book. I really do, okay. uh, and I'm around so many uh, fiction writers. I'm in a, a writers, um, a couple of writers groups, uh, online writers group. I'm with uh, Writers Hunt, which is was created by. Um, um, I don't know why I'm totally getting blank here, but Kendra, I'm sorry, Kendra Norman Bellamy, she's part of the, she's a, the founder of the Writer's Hunt, so I'm part of that fiction group. A lot of them mm-hmm. are, um, you know, they write fiction. Some of them are write, uh, write inspirational, but I'm part of her group, and then I'm, I'm part of another online writer's group. So, and I, now I have friends who uh, write fiction, and, and I read a lot of fiction as well. And so I one day I, I do hope to be able to write a fiction book. I applaud fiction writers because the creativity in their minds. <laughs> you know, you have to develop the characters and you have to develop yeah. the plot and the storyline has to come together. And, and mm-hmm. I, I sit back in awe at them and I applaud uh, their ability to be so creative like that. And and I'm like, I want to be able to write a, a fiction book one day as well. So, yes, I want to tap into that uh, genre one day, and hopefully I will be able to. Yeah, please let us know here at Off the Shelf once you do so we can let our, our listeners know. I think that I love, of course, writing writing fiction. Uh, I've written nonfiction as well. I think mm-hmm. for me, non nonfiction sells better and uh, I've, I've written like textbooks, and so they, they've been easier because it's very structured. And then with okay. course fiction, you have to create, like you said, you have to be very creative because you you have no, there's no nothing to research and, and get the information <laughs> unless you're writing a historical book. It's got to come from within the author. That's where the material yeah. comes from. Paulette, you are doing so many things. For those who have gone over to our off-shelf listeners to pauletteharper.com, again, that's P-A-U-L-E-T-T-E-H-A-R-P-E-R.com. You can you can follow along with, with the interview and check up on our books and see her beautiful smile and face there when you go visit her. And you can learn about her workshops. So I wanted to ask you, when did you create the Right Now Workshops? And what are some of the topics that you cover in those workshops? I created um, Right Now Workshops. um, It's been about a year and a half with a desire and a passion to really help other readers, uh, help other aspiring writers. And people were were coming up to me after I had written my first book, and they were coming up to me asking me questions about writing. And, And, Denise, I was like, you're asking me, I'm still learning, okay? And so, but I saw that it was a platform for me to be able to share what I did know to, you know, with them. And so, um, right now, Literary Workshop is really designed to help other aspiring writers 
learn the craft of writing, uh, learn how to market their book, learn how to even publish their book if they want to publish their book. And the platform that I set is that I bring other um, other published authors in with me so that they can share their gift and their talents with uh, the, the the writers that come to the workshops. It's not all about Paulette. It's about me sharing and opening up the platform so that other uh, published writers and authors can even share with them their own story and their own journey. So some of the topics that I do cover in my workshop is really identifying what genre that you want to write in, how to reach your audience. Um, what I share with them is what my, my marketing tools used, what I use to help me get my books out there. Um, and so I share all these things with them, how to, you know, tap into the social networks, uh, how to connect with your audience, um, how to, you know, promo material. So I try to cover as much as I can in the time that I have with them so that they can leave uh, knowing that their questions have been answered and so that they can leave that the workshop with a better perspective on getting their book out there and the tools and the don'ts and, and the, the know-how so that they can be successful in, in publishing. Well, I think that is amazing what you're sharing because i got to tell you, there are times, and particularly early in my career, where it's tempting, even sometimes now, that if you, you, you almost want to be the only one to know something so it can really, really work for you. So I, I think what you're doing, I applaud what you're doing, and you are definitely a woman on the move. I'm sitting there listening to you as I'm interviewing you, your books, and again, I keep going back to you just started writing in 07 <laughs> and what you've accomplished since then, because sometimes we don't even know what, what has transpired in our own lives. It takes somebody else looking to say, wow, then maybe yeah. we begin to see it. But the books you've written and then the workshops that you've created, and, and I'm talking in just three to four years, I just think it's amazing what you've done. Why is it, Paulette, you said you share a lot of things that you've learned so far as a writer or with other writers or prospective writers in your Right Now workshops, which people can go and sign up for and learn about if they go to Paulette Harper's website, which again is www.paulletteharper, spelled it the way it sounds, P-A-U-L-E-T-T-E-H-A-R-P-E-R, paulletteharper.com, and you can go sign up for a Right Now workshops, where she shares with you the wealth of information she's learned firsthand as an author and as somebody who has had her books published and, and, and marketed. Why is it important, Paulette, that writers research the market uh, before they publish their book? Well, I think there is um, a couple of reasons why they need to research the market. Is that there are so many books out there. And, yeah. um, you know, and so the readers have an influx of books to pick from, you know. And so I think that it's real important that they search the market. So, one, they need to find out who their audience is, first of all. And then uh, once they find out who their audience is, and then it's about connecting, um, being very strategic on how to connect with that particular audience, whether it's through conferences or workshops or book clubs or through connecting with other people. And so in order for a person, I believe, to really be successful, and you have to determine what your, your level of success is and what you how you define success, um, but from, um, what um, to be really, you know, successful in the industry is really being able to 
um, connect with who you believe is going to read your work. And then keeping um, a, a reader space, always connecting with your readers. Where I, I write inspirational books, so my audience is going to be, you know, women's groups and churches and trying to find inspirational book clubs that read my type of writing. So these are the, the types of um, audiences that I'm going to try to um, connect with. And then once I get my readers, and I have a reader base, then it's going to be continuing to feed them my work because they're going to be, once they get done reading one of your books, their question is, okay, when is the next one coming out? They're ready for another book. (laughs) Right, right. And Mm -hmm. so we, you know, we as writers, we have to be on the cutting edge, always having a book within us to deliver to our readers because they're there waiting to read what we have to share. I know. I so agree. And that's why a lot of writers who write for major publishers, although I usually put out a book every three years, but I think to really keep your audience, um, to keep your reading audience strong, a lot of writers who write for mainstream publishers, they might put out either a book a year or two to three books a year because the readers yeah. are, they're waiting for that next book, that next book, that next book, and the shorter the the gap before they have to wait, the more you can keep those readers hanging around to read your books rather than going off to find another author who's maybe a little more prolific uh, for them to follow them. i got to ask you this. How and where did you get your business acumen? You have a strong business acumen. Did you did you get that from observing your parents? Did you get that on the job? Where did you where did you get your strong business acumen from? It was really, um, you know, what it's just by experience and just really learning from other people. Since I'm in the industry now, and a lot of it was really on the job experience, learning how to um, not just publish a book, okay, what do I do with my book once I, I get it? You know, finding ways to uh, get it out there, connecting with the right people, um, being on the Internet. I know one person told me one day, Paula, I always see you on the Internet, and I'm always looking for places to network because that's really what it's about, Denise, and you know that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, and someone said to me, I see you everywhere. And when she told me she saw me everywhere, I said, yeah, I'm doing the right thing because I want people to see me everywhere. And so right. I want to I be able to find places where I can post my book, I can advertise my book, I can talk about the workshops, I can brand my name. And that's really about, mm-hmm. that's really what, what a reader, I mean, what a writer needs to do is brand who they are. And so um, it has just really been by my own experiences, learning what worked for me, what didn't work for me, um, following other people. And that was one thing that really helped me. When I first um when I wrote my first book, it was now how was I going to get it into the reader's hand? Because one, they didn't know who Paulette Harper was. And so mm-hmm. what I did was I found someone who had written a book in my genre, inspirational book, and I looked to see where she was going. And I looked at the places where she was doing articles, and I just copycatted oh. out her. I found I found oh. where she was going, and I would I would find places. For instance, I started writing articles uh, back in 2008 as well, and that has really opened up some great doors for me as well. And so I just started copycatting 
something that I saw working in somebody else's life. Now, I didn't do it identical like her, but those Mm -hmm. um, sites that she visited, those places that she was doing articles, you know, those conferences that she was going in, that was a way for me to learn, okay, maybe this is something that I can um, I can approach and that I can apply to my businesses as far as getting my book out there. And and I found that those places work for me. So I wow. was, I found somebody that was doing it and I copycatted them and I'm not I'm not ashamed to tell people. And when people <laughs> ask me, Paulette, uh, what do you do? How how do I do this? I say, you know what, Google my name and just copycat me. Find places that I have been, articles that I have written, places that I have submitted my articles to, and just do the same thing. And you just you will reinvent yourself. You will reinvent who you are as a writer, and you will find that those places create opportunities for other things. And that's what I found. Wow, you there's that business acumen coming through. <laughs> you got a strong. <laughs> Businesses, you really do. I I I, I just pick it up. Uh, uh, and you're a woman who is. Um, uh, once you set your mind to something, I, I, you you are going to achieve it. And some some of us are like that. It's almost like you can question yourself if you're struggling through something. But you look back over your own life history, and you can see that when when I Paulette Harper say this, I'm going to do, then you do it. And it's unlike being like our creator. His God's word doesn't return void, and 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 when we are in agreement with God, then neither should ours. So you say, "I'm going to do this," and you, I don't care, even if you doubt yourself, you look back and you say, "Wow, and I did it," and it just keeps <laughs> happening over and over and over again. You seem like one of those people to me. Who are some of you as we come out to the last five minutes of today's show, Paula? Who are some of your favorite poets and writers, and what is it about their work that you appreciate? Um. Since I've been writing, um, I mentioned to you that I'm a part. I'm part of a, a couple of uh, online writers groups, and some of the fiction writers that I have really loved to um, to love to read their work has been. Um, I've read some of, of course, uh, Kendra's work. I've read some of Wanda Campbell's work. Um, I've read some of Tia McCullough's work. So, um, in in the area of fiction, these these women have really taught me a lot about um about writing. Um when it comes to um inspirational books, I like to read Joyce Myers, I like T Jakes, I like Joe Osteen. Those books like that, books that really um inspire me and uh helps me in my own spiritual walk. So I look for books that's going to uh resonate within me and resonate within my spirit and going to connect with me so that I can walk um, a closer walk with Christ, but when it comes to just sitting down and just reading an entertaining book to uh, get me going, I've, I've really grown to to really like fiction. Okay, okay. I, I see a, no- a novel must be there within you somewhere, and and soon you'll be contacting us and letting us know the title of your first novel. Where, where Paulette? Can I offer shelf listeners? Get a copy of your books. And for our listeners, the books that Paulette Harper, our special guest here today, has authored so far are That Was Then, This Is Now, which is auto, sort of autobiographical yeah. about some a major life transition she was going through, Completely Whole, uh, for such a time as this, which should be out by the end of this year. So look forward look forward to it. And Victorious Living for Moms, which she 
which is an anthology that she contributed to. Where can our off-the-shelf listeners get a copy of these books and your future books that you plan to write and publish? Well, they can they can go to uh, Amazon and then also Barnes and Nobles. And I tell readers go to your your local bookstores. Those that still have bookstores that are that are operating, go to your local bookstore and request copies of my books. They can always order copies of my books, or they can go to my website if they want to get an autographed copy of any one of my books. Go to my website, uh, order a copy, and I would be excited about sending an autographed copy of my book to the readers. Right. And, and, and Paulette's website, again, is www.pauletteharper.com, P-A-U-L-E-T-T-E-H-A-R-P-E-R, paulettharper.com. She has so much going on and so much at her website. For for, for people who want to write or publish a book, you could, you could go and sign up for her Right Now workshop, where she is just sharing everything she's learned so far as a writer in regards to getting published, creating a book, marketing a book, finding your, your audience, connecting with your audience so you can increase your book sales. That said, Paulette, are you on any social networks? I know you said somebody told you, Paulette, I see you everywhere. Are you on on any social networks? And if so, can you tell us what networks you are on and how our listeners can find you online? Sure. Um, I'm on MySpace, so they can look me up at Paulette Harper on MySpace. And then, of course, a lot of people find me on Facebook. So I'm under Paulette Harper Johnson on Facebook. And I'm on uh, some of the other name sites, and uh, but mainly I'm on Facebook. So I, I spend a lot of time on Facebook trying to network with people on there as well. So they can look me up on Facebook. Okay. Do you, Are you on Twitter? Do you Twitter? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, I do Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well, Paulette Harper. Okay. Yeah, All right. Please, so Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Yes. Okay, and you can follow along with her, and she definitely has a lot going. There's a woman who started writing in '07 and has already contributed to four, created three of her own books and contributed to one, and started a writer's workshop. And I think that's pretty phenomenal. All the all the writers I've met over the years, you are really you got your track shoes on. There's no doubt about it. As we. Only have a minute left. I have to thank Paulette Harper. We had a little technical uh, glitch earlier, but one thing I have learned after seven years of hosting Off the Shelf is you just keep it moving. Keep it moving and, and, and stay in appreciation. Don't try to assume what's happening and just stay positive and keep it moving forward. And I do that because I think about the listeners, and I want all the listeners to enjoy a wonderful show. Every guest we've had, including Paulette Harper, has shared – so much that if you had to pay for the information, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I've attended writers' conferences and trust me, if you listen to all the off-the-shelf shows, you probably save yourself thousands and thousands of dollars of what it would cost you if you had to go to a conference or a workshop and get the same information. So thank you for everything that you have shared today with us, Paulette. I encourage our listeners to go over to your website, again, pauletteharper.com, and check you out. And please pick up a copy of Long Walk Up. You don't know how much I would appreciate it if you went to chistel.com and got a copy of one of my books, and that's C-H-I-S-T-E-L-L.com. I would be tickled, tickled, tickled to autograph <laughs> and send a copy to you, uh, as Paulette would be, to, to send you a copy of one of her books. Thank you so much, Paulette. I wish you just the absolute best 
to our off-the-shelf listeners, thank you for being here with us. Please come back next Saturday at 11 o'clock. We will, we will bring you another phenomenal guest, and you're going to have so much that you will learn and walk away with. Go out and create a fabulously good day for yourself. And as I always tell you, remember, you're so valued and so truly loved and so incredibly important. And bye for now. Paulette, I'll shoot you an email. Thank you, Denise. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.